when the Bible asks us, what? Know ye not? I want to add another one to that. And I'd like you to turn with me just for a moment to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. When we read the Bible, and I hope we read it carefully, when we come across descriptions of power or strength or might in a person's life, what should we assume is the source of that power, strength, or might? The Holy Spirit of God. God himself with and in that person. And I want to use this as an example to open up this assembly. Some of you will remember that we have taken great pleasure in this nine-verse sentence before. It, it runs from Colossians 1.9 all the way down to verse 17. It's a nine-verse sentence, but it is packed full of wonderful things. I want the first third. And if you'll remember, it's divided into three sections of blessings. So I'm, I'm just going to read the first one. Colossians 1.9 through 11. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, According to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. That is one third of a very long sentence. But notice in that one third, and I think you probably did, because Ephesians and Colossians are sister epistles. They're related epistles. They have, they have similar wording to each other. There was no mention of the Spirit of God. But do you see the Spirit of God in each of those verses? Very clearly, because we have Ephesians chapter 1. This cause also, since we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you. So it's Paul praying for a church again, that ye might be filled. Now he doesn't say filled with the Spirit. He says filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. But Ephesians 1 told us that was by the Spirit of God. That ye might walk worthy to all, uh, of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. Wasn't that what Ephesians 1 was about? The eyes of your understanding being opened, that you might know more about God. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power. What is the power that worketh in us? Ephesians 3.21, it's the Holy Spirit of God. Look at these benefits. Aren't these benefits fantastic? This is what we want to pray for each other. This is what we want to pray for our children. Because this makes the difference. There's no set of rules and there's no, there's no loving daddy and there's no gifts and there's no encouraging word that can do as much as the power of the Spirit of God. This right here. What a change that would be. That if every one of us were fully motivated from the inside with the power of God himself... To do these things. Strengthen with all might. Does that sound like somebody who's giving into temptation easily? No, No, it's strengthened with all might. Lord, help us. My point is this. 
You're reading the Word of God and it talks about might and power and strength and blessing and knowledge and revelation and wisdom and knowing God. The Spirit of the living God is what gives us all those things. And God has given us of His Spirit. You know, Brother Lou's hopping around between services because... I meant that in a good way. Not that he'd been healed from a lame leg. Because he's excited about the fact that Jesus said... It's expedient for you that I go away. If I don't go away, I'm not going to send, I won't be able to send the comforter. I have to go away for you to be able to have the comforter. And this is the comforter. What was the particular verse you were laying on me? Unless I, unless I go away, the Holy, the, the comforter will not come. And, and you, why did Jesus go away? I go, I go to prepare a place for you. Now is, that's, that's good news, good news. That's win-win. Jesus goes away to prepare a place for us, but he sends the Holy Spirit. Jesus had a short-term relationship with a few men. Three and a half years, more than 11. Because there were other apostles chosen later who had accompanied with him his entire ministry. Short-term relationship with a few men. But he said, if I go away, I will send the Comforter, and God our Father and I will dwell with you forever. And it wasn't just a few Jews. It's us Gentiles. Because Peter said in the day of Pentecost, repent and be baptized, everyone in the name of Jesus Christ for mission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I want the next verse. For the promise is unto you and to your children, Jews and Jewish children, and to all that are far off. And we're pretty far off from Jerusalem. Here we are. Jesus only had a short-term relationship with a few men. Then he went to heaven. But when he got to heaven and sat down on the right hand of God, he received from the Father the promise of the Spirit, and he poured it out upon the church. And we have the presence of God with us, not just walking among us, but in us forever. Matthew said, how do you take the dimensions of God's love and what he's done for us and fit it inside your heart? I don't know either. It's too much. This is too much. It's too good. What happens to us when we get caught up in the affairs of this world? I'm telling you how it happens. The Holy Spirit of God is grieved in our lives and quenched so that he's not fully opening the eyes of our understanding and enlightening them with the wonders of heaven. We sing a song, the things of earth shall grow strangely dim in the light of his glorious grace. But you know what happens to us most of the time? The things of heaven grow strangely dim in the light of the soap bubbles of earth. This is the cure for all of us. This is the remedy. God, send your spirit and revive our hearts. Father in heaven, we wait upon thee. We want more of your presence in us by your spirit. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Forgive us where we have grieved and quenched him. And bless us now to worship thee and to come to the table of the Lord. And to delight and rejoice and comprehend the dimensions of his love as the spirit reveals them to us. We thank you in Jesus name that you have loved us died for us, and given us your Holy Spirit, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, 
Help us to walk in him and to walk with him and to live spirit-filled lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.